What is up, guys, and welcome back to the Zombie Chris Podcast. I don't quite know what the episode number is on this. Um, I'll try to get on that for the future episodes. We are back. Hopefully, this could be sort of a weekly podcast. Hopefully. I'm, I'm going to... You can't see me, but I'm keeping my fingers crossed. And on this episode, we are going to talk... All about American Horror Story 1984. The first episode premiered. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the food offerings at this year's Halloween Horror Nights. Um, they just sort of put up the uh, post on that. And there's some interesting stuff in there. And um, probably anything else we come across. And uh, yeah, all that in this episode of the Zombie Chris Podcast. That is right. Are you ready to turn on your television and return to the world of American Horror Story? Now, this time around, it's featured in the 80s. It's, it's, we're returning to Camp Redwood, and, and there's a slasher on the loose, you know, a la, you know, like Halloween <laughs> there, there's some epis, there's some stuff in this first episode where it's like, oh, that's maybe a mo homage to Halloween, or maybe this is a homage to Friday the 13th, or any other 80s style slasher films. Um, but yes, this time around, uh, American Horror Story is doing a 80s slasher. I got a gig as a counselor at a summer camp. They're opening up a couple of hours from here. Gosh, it all come. Desperate for some estrogen in this crew. Sounds fun, but. Cousin told me that the dude they're looking for slashed her throat. Jesus, can we shut up for a second? The cops are gonna find him, right? It's gonna be a non-stop party, okay? Look out! Pretty crazy. It's, it's it's a concept like anybody would have thought of, but considering they've done stuff like Roanoke and witches and and murder houses and and all sorts of other themes, uh, this is sort of way out there. At least on a scale from what we expect from a more, um, you know, American horror story. Uh, this time around, it's just strictly 80s. It's a slasher. Um, not quite sure if there's any supernatural elements because in the first episode, they didn't introduce any of that. Um, they just introduced us to Mr. Jingles, who is the killer, the slasher in this. And our basically our Nancy is what I call our Nancy character, played by Emma Roberts, who is Brooke thompson she's sort of our you know good clean goody two-shoe kind of character who doesn't you know partake in drugs and she's probably more than likely a virgin so i'm sure they're going to play up that because you know well this is based on 80s and the rest of the characters all fit sort of like you're watching an 80s style movie or you know some kind of 80s style video game where it's like you know, oh, this character is sort of like the bodybuilder. This character is the, you know, the secret, maybe closeted, you know, maybe a gay character. Or this one is, you know, the one that has hopes and dreams and, and she's the virgin. And and this is the killer. And this is the camp counselor that knows all about the history. And, 
you know, pretty much the characters are fitting their stereotypical ways. Um, you know, it's very soaked in eighties. The music is there, the, the, the way it's filmed a lot of the times, the way it does close ups and the way the camera does certain things is very eighties. Um, and I like it so far. The first episode was pretty interesting. It kept my interest. It, you know, started off the bat within the first 10 minutes of the show, I want to say. There was tons of gore in the opening killing scene. Uh, Mr. Jingles apparently loves ears. And it dates back, I think, to him doing, coming from, I think, uh, Vietnam. And that was something I think based upon reality because a lot of, from what I think I've seen in multiple movies or or I've known about this is that uh, a lot of people collect ears. Um, it was some sort of thing in the war for people to do that. So there's that going on with Mr. Jingles and he loves keys. And that's why he gets named Mr. Jingles because you can just hear the keys jingling when he's near. That's awful. What in the name of God is going on? One of the patients broke out. Who? Mr. Jingles. What happened to Mr. Jingles? This is the site of the worst summer massacre of all Rita, time. I totally understand the tradition. Our friend Brooke here had it for real. We're not in the mood for some ghost story. We're all gonna die. Um, they haven't showed too much about him quite yet. They, they delved into his backstory just a little bit. Um, and a little bit about uh, Emma Roberts' character, a little bit about the other characters that she's going to be kind of the camp counselors, but uh, I'm not too interested in them so far. I mean, I'm only interested in Brooke Thompson's character um, and how this relates to, you know, the world of American Horror Story, which is, like I said, it's just craziness with all the witches and apocalypse and and demons and zombies and all sorts of stuff that they stuck in the universe of this and everything's connected supposedly so it's going to be interesting if they can keep this show sort of grounded in reality and not just go off the rails later on in the season so i hope they can keep it you know just like the first episode keep us interested pay some homages to other 80s style horror movies. The music is on point. Uh, the way the camera works, it's it's very 80s. And the characters just seem like they, they just walked right off, you know, the screen of an 80s movie. Um, so, so far, the first episode is, is interesting. It plays on Wednesday nights on FX. If you didn't know that, that's what it plays on. So, um... Let's see all episodes. Trying to see how well they only have. I think it's going to be 10 episodes this season, hopefully. So 10 episodes, I think it's a good enough uh, watch for a season. I mean, I know a lot of the Netflix shows, sometimes if they go 13 episodes, 14 episodes, it feels like it is just too much. So I think 10 episodes is perfect. You tell this 80 story. Um, right now, if you kind of want to go ahead, you can read a little bit like the first four episodes on IMDb. 
they sort of have the 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 synopsis sort of there for the episode so you can read a little bit ahead if you want to know kind of what the season is going to entail a little bit um i'm going to try to keep spoiler free for this season i know a lot of people are into the world of american war story and they kind of know so much already but for me i'm just gonna keep my eyes clear of this stuff and try to keep my ears because i don't want mr jingles coming after me but that is my thoughts on the first episode of american war story um if you guys want to hear more thoughts let me know twitter instagram zombie ct i forgot to plug that in the beginning but there we go. If you want to reach me, it's just Zombie CT. Uh, let me know if you enjoyed the season so far, and maybe I'll do another review of when we get to the second episode and they're on, or maybe I'll just wait to the end and do a wrap-up. So that's my thoughts on that. When we get back, we're going to talk all about the Halloween Horror Nights food offerings this year. So this year at Halloween Horror Nights, they're doing the Star Court Mall, uh, which is basically some tents outside of Monsters, if you know, right out of the side of uh, Finnegan's. And they have some rather interesting stuff going on over there. They have, you know, like a, you got a turkey or a veggie hero. You got some beef pot stickers, some fried wonton chips, orange chicken uh, bayo bun you got some uh, grilled street corn so quite a variety over there that I was not expecting and even they have chocolate <laughs> I was gonna say chocolate uh, chocolate dipped bacon on a stick I don't know quite what the price is on that doesn't look all that appealing although I do like bacon and I do like chocolate I, I don't think I've ever had chocolate bacon so um, but what interests me is this pumpkin patch mini donuts. They look really, really good, especially if they're fresh. It says on a bed of cookie crumbles. I don't really need that. Uh, top with frosting drizzle. Um, I remember a couple years ago trying donuts when they first had them at the event, and they were not really good. They were, I, I just did. They were not quite what I was thinking when I thought donuts and I thought fresh and soft and they were not really good. They tasted really, really bad. I, th I think it's on a video you have to look up. I think it's HHN 26, I think it was. Me, Charles, uh, April, a few of Charles's friends, I think we all tried them and gave our opinion on that. So uh, look up that video but speaking of videos, uh, we do have a channel, a YouTube channel. It's uh, Zombie Chris. You can look it up. Uh, we have tons of videos. We do videos every week. So go ahead and check that out. Moving right along, we have the Triple Decker Extravaganza, which is a fan favorite from last year. Well, I don't know if it's a fan favorite, but pretty much it's like the Ego waffles you can get out of the store. It's like some Cool Whip jelly beans. It doesn't look like something I would eat. It looks like something that would probably send me to the restroom. <laughs> uh, but Voodoo Donuts has some interesting donuts. They look really, really good. I have not tried Voodoo Donuts, so hopefully on an upcoming trip, I get to try it 
and I get to give my opinion. Um, I'm eagerly awaiting because everyone I know has tried Voodoo Donuts, but I have not quite yet. And what I think it's probably one of the coolest things they have this year is a Ghostbusters Ghost Trap Popcorn Bucket. So it looks like a proton, wait a minute, um, goes for the proton. It says that it's inspired by the proton pack. It looks like it. It's sort of this weird green popcorn. Not quite sure if it's just coloring wise or is it actually have a kind of funny taste to it. Um, but the box looks cool, especially if it had some maybe some Ghostbusters stuff on the backside of it. It'd be really kind of cool to get as a collector's item, but I don't see anything on it as far as what the popcorn tastes like or anything on the backside of the box or the bucket. And we have those fries returning. Everyone talks about pizza fries and you're gonna hate me in just two seconds. I think they're overrated. I've tried them, I think, twice when they first debuted. Didn't really care for them. Didn't find all the hype. Um, I'd rather have a Zinger Mountain Melt from Ale House rather than the pizza fries. But some people really love them. And this year, they're actually doing s'more fries, which are, well, they're sweet potato fries with marshmallow chocolate chips and cracker crumbs over them. Not quite sure if that's for filling and with all the alcohol, I don't know if this would be good for people's stomachs. Looks rather interesting. Looks like it would be really tasty, but not for me. Uh, and I already spoke about the pizza fries. Not for me as well. Moving right along, we have Twisted Taters. I enjoyed them. I've had them probably two or three times now. I, I like them. I like the sour cream. Um, I like the garlic parmesan i'm not too much into the salt vinegar or the seasoned salt and we have candy corn sweet slushy kind of drink it looks really cool in the picture but i imagine when you're tasting it it's probably really really sweet and i don't have a gigantic sweet tooth I, i'm not into sweet stuff but what i am into is the signature drinks now these look really cool. If, you, if you've seen the photo, they come in souvenir cups to collect. But what I don't like is that it says souvenir cups will be staggered release with a new one becoming available on a weekly basis. So kind of sucks if you went the opening weekend and you're not coming back. I do think these collectible cups can be purchased in like a, a sort of like a, a box set type of thing. But if you go to the actual beverage uh, counters, they're only going to have certain ones, I guess, every single week they roll out a new one. Um, but the drinks are, you know, the Blood Pit, Twilight Getaway, you got Vampire's Curse, and Saturn. They all sound very interesting. Um, it says, uh, you know, prove you're the ultimate fan and come back to collect them all. Uh, souvenir cups are available in limited qualities or quantities. So there you go. So um, that is all the specialty snacks that are coming for this year for Halloween Horror Nights 29. They all look really, really cool. Um, I'm kind of saddened that there's, unless there is and I haven't heard about it, but there's no um, Ghostbusters high C um, drink. 
I forget the name of it. I don't know why I'm blanking out on the name because I still have one of the juice boxes in my uh, pantry. Um, but I'm kind of saddened that there's no drink with that or there's no sort of variations on that, at least as far as I'm seeing. Maybe there is in the Coke Freestyle machine and I just haven't heard about it. And what's been making the rounds is that the Dark Arts at Hogwarts Castle debuts this September on starting on September 14th, which obviously has already passed. Um, they've had Dementors, Deaf Eaters, Unspeakable Creatures. Um, will cloak the castle with a sinister images from the dark side. And I've also seen some of the characters sort of walking around, which is really, really cool. Um, I think they've done this first over in Hollywood, if I'm not mistaken there. I thought they did this maybe in Japan first and then Hollywood, and now they actually brought it here to Orlando. So um, I, for one, have not seen any of the castle shows. I've skipped all the video previews, all the, you know, the clips of it online. I, I haven't watched a thing on it, so I don't know what it looks like when you're watching a castle and how the projection looks. But um, this kind of makes kind of sense to go with the spookiness of September and October and kind of gives islands its sort of own thing away from Horror Nights, but it is still pretty cool. Dark Arts at Hogwarts Castle. Um, doesn't quite say the times or anything of that nature, so um, I imagine if you want to know it, you, you know, just when you show up, I'm sure it'll be listed on the park map, uh, you know, when it'll be going on. It's only going to run until November 13th. Uh, 13th, 15th, <laughs> um, select night. So who knows? It could only be maybe on Friday and Saturdays. I don't know. You just have to check the park map or check the website before you decide to head out there. How funny it runs until my very birthday. So maybe I can sort of go and see it on my birthday. That would be kind of awesome. Kind of awesome there. Kind of plugging that in there. Um, but there we go from September 14th to November 15th, uh, dark arts at Hogwarts castle. And that is going to be it for this sort of mini bonus episode of the zombie Chris podcast. If you want to reach me, you can do so over on Twitter and Instagram is simple zombie ct is what it is that is simply put um yeah if you want to reach me ask any questions and i'll answer them on the podcast uh, we do have a voice message feature but you have to be an anchor um member or just basically have an anchor account and you can call into the channel and leave a voicemail um and i'll you know add it to the podcast um that's a feature also check out uh, my video about the Halloween haunt vloggers of 2019. I'm trying to, you know, spread as much attention to other vloggers out there, you know, smaller channels, uh, people that are out there right now covering, you know, all sorts of Halloween events from uh, Scarewinds to Bush Gardens in uh, uh, Williamsburg to people who are going to um, Dark Horizon in Orlando to 13th floor to Halloween Horror Nights to Busch Gardens in Tampa. Uh, pretty much the list covers everybody from Japan to Hollywood to 
East Coast. So uh, make sure to check out that video. I'll have it down in the show notes. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel that is Zombie Chris, pretty much. We're running almost close to 5K subscribers. Can't believe it. So thank you guys for the support on that. Thank you guys for all the support on the uh podcast and i'll be sure to you know as time go on try to make these episodes a little longer send in some questions guys you know that's going to help us out in the long run and uh that is it for this little bonus episode i had a little bit of free time so i just wanted to get that out there for you guys so um thank you guys and uh i'll catch you next time on the next podcast zombie chris is out of here <laughs>